Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Discussing Doodles. I forgot what our podcast is called. <laughs> What's that? Hang on, what do we call it? <laughs> um, have you been, Luke? I've been well. How have you been? I've been, yeah, I've been as good as, as I can be. Hair's very long, beard's very long, but other than oh, that. Trip to the barbers yeah. on the cards. Well, when once, there are barbers. <laughs> once they come back to life. Um, so, obviously, last week we discussed DuckTales the movie. We did. Um, that was cute. It was. But I, I, it didn't offend me in any way. I was no. quite happy with its existence. Yeah, so. it didn't blow me away either, though. No, no, that's um, very true. It scored a, a 55 mm-hmm. out of 100, so slightly above average. I'd say, yeah, I'd say that's but, kind of in your in your mid-tier, isn't it? Yeah. If we were to, like, tier it off, yeah, that's kind of like um, mid-tier film, so... Lowest, yeah. lowest movie of the series, though. I know, I feel sad for it, because Aww. I don't want it to be. <laughs> um, who knows, we've still got a, a few movies left. We still, we it's still got a... I have a feeling this week's movie is not going to score quite so low, though. Oh, do you? So, <laughs> <laughs> this week we're talking about Ice Age. We are. Um, how did you find rewatching it? I very much enjoyed myself. Yourself? Yeah, I did How did you, you find it? Because we, we discussed last time that it's your like comfort film that you watch when you're ill. Yeah. How was um, it when you're well? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, it's it's it's... A comfort film, and even even though I'm healthy, yes. I am stuck indoors all day, True. talking to angry people on the phone and stuff like that. Comfort so is did, needed. Yeah, it did comfort me. So, um, well done, I, Sage. Yeah, I very much enjoyed it. Um, I was thinking about when it first came out. Yes, because um, you and I saw this at the cinema on holiday. We did in America. in America. Yep. Yeah, with our cousins Jason I was, and Kim. I was thinking about that as well while we were watching it. Yeah, um, and I was thinking about how young we were then. You were six yep. and I was nine. Yeah. So, it was a long time ago. It was, actually. When you really think about it. Makes it makes you realise how long Ice Age has been around. Um, and another thing, another amazing thing, is it came up in conversation at work today without me prompting it. Okay. Um, which I just thought, like, A, what a coincidence would be, I guess... We could add that to legacy points. <laughs> the fact that it's, it still gets talked about. It's still, yeah. it's still a relevant film. Um, and, you know, say so, um, my colleague, obviously I don't go to work because I'm not allowed to, but right. we work from home and we're on a video call all day. And my colleague's like going, do, 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 do. And he was like, oh, Ice Age, what a great film. <laughs> and then that's when I was like, oh, I must text Luke and see when we're going to record Ice Age. <laughs> that song has literally been in my head. Same. Since I finished I the film, stop. which was I, about lunchtime. Well, since Joe hummed it today at work, I've been, <laughs> I've been humming it. <laughs> it is one of those songs. It is for sure. Um, okay, uh, I guess we should we should jump in a little bit then. Yes, talk about the bits. <laughs> so I got some trivia. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I have a feeling you, if you've done a bit of research, you might know the answer to this anyway. Oh, we'll see. So I'm gonna, I'm going to say it now, and I'm going to I'm going to demand the answer by the time we get to animation. But if you know it now, just tell me. Oh, I never really um, look into the animation though, because it's your area. Well, it kind of covers story too. Oh, okay. Um, it was originally going to be directed by somebody else. Okay. And it was going to be directed by a director that we know. 
I don't think I've researched. Oh, you've not come across no. it? Okay, fine. So if, if you can figure out who that director is by the time we get to animation, that'd be great. If not, okay. I'll tell you. If I accidentally do mention it while I'm talking about story, then <laughs> let me know. Yeah, I will. I will. I'll, <laughs> I'll jump in. Um, so Blue Sky Studios, this is their first feature-length animated film. Yes. Um, it's also only the eighth feature-length CGI animated film in history. Wow, that makes you realise how early it is as well. So, so yeah, it's still really early doors. But if you think that everything is... Eight CGI movies come out a year now. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But, but, you know, that's 2002, and that was still in the eighth one. So yeah, it is early doors. Um, Blue Sky Studios did... Uh, they'd been doing animation, computer animation, for 15 years before... Like they made Ice Age. Um, they did special effects for sort of live action films and stuff like that. <sighs> um, they did some of the aliens in Alien Resurrection. Um, they did, apparently, there's a film called Joe's Apartment and there's some dancing cockroaches. In, <laughs> and they did those, but I've never seen or heard of that. But if anybody's privy to Joe's Apartment, that sounds um, blue... weirdly familiar. <laughs> Does it? I don't know. I feel like there's some weird unlocked memory I have of that. <laughs> Maybe we're gonna have to watch that and, and find out what it's all about. Maybe. Um, but their first <laughs> uh, first feature CGI film was Ice Age. It's a good one. It's a very good one. Um, so story, Luke. What have you got? Well, um, sorry, that was a bit loud. Um, I've got that the story development started in 1999. Um, and some writers pulled out of the project and were later replaced with two writers from The Simpsons who okay. were told to like polish up and make it like funnier. Mm-hmm. And I noticed today when I was watching it that it is a very smart, intelligent script. Um, and I, I can kind of feel some of the Simpson-isms in it, to be fair. Yeah, now you say that, a lot of the humour, a lot of the sort of one-liners yeah. they come out with. Yeah, sure. So that doesn't surprise me now I've watched it. Um, the the creator uh, was called Michael J. Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that his daughter came up with the idea for an animal that was both squirrel and rat, okay. uh, which is obviously Scrat. So it wasn't... So I, I had a fact about this Did as well, you? because Scrat wasn't a real animal. no. But they discovered Scrat after the movie in 2009 in Argentina. They dug dug up oh my God. a saber-toothed squirrel. Oh, my God. Michael's <laughs> yeah. doctor saw the future. It's like <laughs> yeah. Raven. So they actually discovered... And whatever it's called in Latin is some sort of homage to the Ice Age films. Oh, that's so cute. they actually did discover a, a Scrat. That's yeah. really interesting. <laughs> that's funny. So, um, yeah, obviously the name Scrat is a mixture of squirrel and rat. Um I, I I had never thought of that. Did you no, not? Really dumb. Mark. No. I just thought it was like a fun name. That's like no squirrel rat. <laughs> oh, I mean, go. admittedly, they do spell it without a Q. Yeah. It is supposed That's... to be squirrel and rat. <laughs> so they also decided to add Scrat to the opening of the film um, because apparently... Ice and snow scenes don't actually feature until around the 37-minute mark in the film. And they felt that if they called their film Ice Age, there really should be some ice and snow from the get-go. So Scrat bought the snow and ice early on in the film. 
Yeah, okay, <laughs> I, I get that. Yeah, because I thought there was there isn't a lot of ice in it. No, there is isn't there until they start really going on there. Yeah, adventure. so apparently thirty-seven minutes or so in, which is quite a long time considering it's an hour and twenty minutes or so. Like it's not the longest yeah. film in the world, actually. Um, but there's a character in it called Diego, the saber-tooth tiger, cats, whichever yeah. you want to call it. Um, there's a scene where he sort of. You, th- you think he's died at the end, but he hasn't really. Spoiler alert. But when they were originally planning it, he was supposed to die. Um, and test audiences found it too emotional. So they had to rewrite it with Diego surviving. Oh, I still found it emotional. Yeah, it was very sad. <laughs> I, I cried at the cinema. I, I remember when, when, when we went. I cried. Um, and, I, and, it, and I got goosebumps today, like when I was watching it, it it got me a little bit i felt emotional yeah. so so it still still, packs a punch, still hits doesn't it? yeah yeah which is good i guess that was sort of the the aim um the yeah. original plan was also that sid the sloth was a con artist or a hustler <laughs> um, right. which they later changed it um literally as simple as they wanted to make him more likable because apparently it was a bit sleazy to be fair you still see a kind of little bit of that when he's the pine um... cones and stuff well, the pie goes, but when he's also using the baby to chat up the ladies in the, yeah. the yeah. hot tub thing and stuff like that, like, so that's kind bits, of a bit swindlery. Kind carried of across, I guess. Yeah. But I guess he's more likeable because he's dopier and stupider and walks into things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then as well, they to avoid a PG-13 rating, a lot of jokes and innuendos were actually dropped and cut out to keep it family-friendly. Um, so, okay. I mean... Again, that doesn't surprise me once you find out that the people who wrote some of The Simpsons <laughs> wrote an Ice Age script. It probably was filthier than it actually is. I'd love, I'd love to see an uncut version. <laughs> yeah, like a dirtier, <laughs> naughtier version. That'd be so um, good. And there was a character that was cut completely called Sylvia, who was a sloth. Sylvia the sloth. I think she might turn up in a later film. Oh, really? Though. Well, apparently she was like yeah. chasing Sid around and he despised her and kept trying to ditch her. Um, and <laughs> apparently Sylvia's scenes are to be found on DVD extras. I think I might, actually, that's what I'm thinking. I think I might have seen Interesting. that on our old DVD. So if anybody yeah. does own the DVD, have a little look. Because <laughs> I was thinking, I definitely have seen Sylvia before. But maybe they did bring her back for a later film. Like, who knows? Yeah, we'll find out eventually. Um, <laughs> yeah, once we so get that's there. some of my, like, story, behind-the-scenes stories of where they eventually got... Uh, but the end story is really nice i really like it yeah i mean i think um from a story perspective it like yes it's very funny and there's lots of funny action funny characters and all of this but there's actually a really nice arc there to is. it and there's really nice character arcs there as well, is. especially for obviously we're not talking about character no. yet but it's still part of the story <laughs> Talk, uh, diego and yes. manny the two yes. of them have really nice kind of like progression as characters they in do. this film um Sid, Sid, not Sid so is much, purely but... curly, isn't he? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, um, well, okay, uh, I'll say what I'm going to say when we get to characters, actually, actually. But okay. um, like you say, it on the surface level, it is very funny and very silly, but deep down, it's got a very cute message behind it. it packs a lot of heart, this Yeah, film. for sure. So, what are you going to give it? You know what? I think I'm going to go quite high and give it like a solid eight. 
eight. Okay. I think I'm going to be annoying and agree with you. <laughs> uh, when is I that know. Ever it's like not the most perfect blow you away storyline, but it's it just feels so right. There's nothing wrong with it, really. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't change no. what happens in no. the story, really. But it's honest. not like an amazing uh, story, so I can't give it 10 out of 10. Yeah, I get you. Thanks. I get you. Thank I agree you. with you. That's why I said that. Yeah, that's true. Really. I don't know why I'm explaining myself. Like, <laughs> you hate me for it. <laughs> Um, so characters, characters. there are some, some really good ones as well. Yeah, uh, well, the, the main, main three, three, all three of them, an are. iconic trio, I would say. Yeah. in animation. Um, I like Soto. Soto's a great villain. Um, yeah, he's a really good villain, actually. One of his henchmen is voiced me, by Jack Black. Me too, I nearly said. Me too. Um, I've written that down here as what I was meant to say. Um, and yeah. for some reason, it took me until today to realise that. I've never I've never yeah, known that so... Jack Black was in Ice Age. And me I don't neither. know why that slipped me by. I was reading a list of Ice Age facts, and one of them said, this is Jack Black's first animated film. And I went, oh, somebody's put a Kung Fu Panda fact in the Ice Age run by accident. Yes. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, no, it actually it is. <laughs> it, it's crazy because it we're quite used to, I guess, like Poe in Kung Fu Panda. And actually before that, Mark, he was in Shark Tale. Um, <laughs> of course he was. I, yeah, I think that's the thing. Is I try and erase that film. Oh, I love it. I have a weird soft spot for it. Um, but I think we're used to Jack Black being lead roles, and the fact that it's actually quite a little role, I think, is probably yeah. why we've never realised that no, Jack Black it. was in it as a saber-toothed cat <laughs> called Zeke. <laughs> but so, are there other other interesting there cast members? There are, actually, but I'm going to apologise in advance because I don't know how to pronounce half of their names. Okay. So, obviously, <laughs> Jack Black, playing quite a minor role, mm-hmm. but Jack Black... I think you pronounced that one wrong, you know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'll try harder <laughs> next time. I think it's Jake Blake. <laughs> that sounds so weird. <laughs> sounds like state fake. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, Ray Romano plays Manny. Um, which I guess yeah. most people know him from Everybody Loves Ray. Raymond? Yeah, I love Ray? that show. Raymond? Raymond, Good yeah. show. Uh, Diego's voiced by someone called Dennis Leary, who I don't actually know. I'm really sorry. But I know I his think face, he's but I don't know what else famous. I've seen him in. Sid, I know who plays him, but his surname scares me. Um, go on, so give it a go. He's called John. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> he's the dude who plays the dwarf Moulin Rouge, Moulin Rouge and he's also and in he's Ro- also... <laughs> Juliet is that what you were going to say? yes I'm sorry. I was going to say that yeah who's he playing Romeo uh, and Juliet? Romeo's cousin what's he called? Tip 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 oh me oh, neither um, he's good actor, he is though. very diverse I feel which is nice so he he's he started um, he tried over like 30 different voices for Sid right um, and he just couldn't get it right and then he was watching a documentary about sloths and he oh i think <laughs> i know this that they, yeah yeah that they just because they eat so slowly they just always yes. got food in their mouth so he started taking food to the recording studio and recording Sid's with voice food. with food in Genius. his mouth and that's the final Genius. Voice. <laughs> um and then also cast wise again i can't say his surname and i'm so sorry but soto is voiced by 
Gor- I don't know his name. I can't say it. I can't even say his first name. But if there's any Doctor Who fans listening, it's the guy who played Nikola Tesla in Series 12 Doctor Who. Yeah, he really? is Soto oh, there in you Ice go. Age. Um, I've got a quick... He's he a good is, villain. He is a very good villain. I, I like, like him too. I've got a question for Gets you. Gets a sticky ending as well. Sorry. Um, who's your favourite out of the three? Right, so this is this is a pointed question because when I was younger, it was always Diego because he was yeah. cool. Yeah. Right? But then as I became a teenager, it became Sid because he was right. really funny. But like immaturely yeah. funny but i think now as an adult it's actually manny i think i've gone through all <laughs> interesting because i think i i love his um his kind of just fed he's up so with the world done attitude with everything isn't he everything. Do you know, he's my favorite in this film i definitely realized yeah. that today that he's my favorite character as when i was younger i think i found him extremely grumpy um but now i get yeah. it <laughs> I no, relate I it. and yeah, I understand the it. it's the same as when you watch Spongebob and you like hate Squidward when you're younger because you're like he's so grumpy but now you're like oh my god I get yeah. it like Spongebob and Patrick yeah. are so annoying <laughs> and Sid, Sid is Sid so is annoying, so annoying. And you so fully you, get it, you do um, get it. So I've got I had two favourite scenes and they were mainly to do with Manny so he definitely is my favourite um, my favourite scenes were the one where the baby's mum hands him the baby so yeah, good beautiful. and then later on is the one in the cave when he sees all the drawings like the cave drawings come yeah, to life and beautiful. the baby like hugs his trunk and he gets like tears in his eyes it's so cute and what i love about both those scenes is that they don't really have any words either they're very silent no. scenes and we never really find out what actually happened to nope. Manny's family even in like the sequels, they don't really. So he tell seems us. to be very connected to the little one, so I presume his story is similar to that baby mammoth in cave drawings. I presume. Yeah, maybe he he lost a lost yeah. a child. Um, that's sad. But um, my the my favorite scene, even though Manny is now my favorite character, my favorite scene still is when the baby's been taken off by the dad and he's looking over his dad's shoulder and he's going, yeah, where's the baby? Diego's come and back. Sid's, Sid's like, oh yeah, that's right. And it's actually because Diego's yes. come back. That is so like, cute. Yes. Um, and actually, my third favorite scene, which is Manny again, is when he does give the baby back and like the dad gets tears in his yes. eyes and it's very cute. Yeah, there's a lot of tension. Yes, because there's... Yes. Yeah. It's so good. So I think Manny is a bit of an MVP for Ice Age. I think he's so cool. What are you going to rate characters Um, as? I think they're pretty iconic. And as we've established, it's quite a good cast as well. So I think I'm going to equalize with story and give it an eight. Okay. (laughs) Um, I don't want to do this. I knew you were going to beat in my waters. Do it. I'm going to agree. <laughs> That's some it high is, scoring so far. I'm a bit scared <laughs> by this. Um, okay. okay, I've got some notes. <clears throat> um, but okay. not a lot because I don't know as much as you might do. Um, but my Go notes are basically away. just what I literally wrote as I was watching it. Um, so I think it doesn't look too terrible for a 2002 animated i mean cgi animated movie like it doesn't look awful um the character designs are really nice 
Um, mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> this is going to sound really weird, but like cavemen are like Neanderthals and stuff, like which is what the people are, right? Um, they, yeah. they kind of look a bit weird in real life anyway. So it's kind of like... Yeah, they do. The dad really looks does. like a Neanderthal. If you see pictures yeah. of Neanderthals, So it's really kind of like what we were saying about... Um, early Pixar and the fact that they were quite smart with the fact that they did toys and bugs and stuff it's quite smart that the blue sky didn't say let's do really normal looking people because that's too hard to do do you know what blue sky didn't have another human being in any of their films until Rio in 2011 so it's almost 10 years about humans and I guess uh, Neanderthals Neanderthals are humans yeah that's just early early staged yeah, um, I I agree with you that the character designs are. are fabulous. Apart from yeah, Sid, I was a bit like he he's a great character, but when I was really looking at him and I was like, you're not appealing <laughs> as a character. I guess he's not meant to be though. He's supposed to be smelling gross and disgusting, isn't he? Yeah, but I love Manny's design. Yeah. I love Diego's design. They do, they and so the cool. thing is as well, like I'm not. Sometimes I'm not the biggest fan of like sequels, but I think the best thing about like CGI sequels, I mean, like for like Toy Story and Ice Age, for example, is that the more we see them, the better they look every time. So it yes, looks... that's true. And one of the things that let this film down was yes. the fur textures. Um, Manny, his fur was so clumpy that he often looked more like he had autumn leaves yes. on him than yeah. fur. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like. Um, Obviously, like like I said, it was still really early doors. It was still in the eighth yeah. CGI film ever. Um, so I think they I did do. a really good job considering it was their first film. But I think they still Definitely. had a long, long way to go. A um, couple of little fun kind of animation-related Tell facts me. for you then. Um, the cave, the e- drawing that Sid yes. himself was actually done by one of Cute. the um, and actually, all the drawings you see, cave drawings at the end on the credits, are all That's done by really children. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Also, um, sorry, before you so, crack on, while we're talking about like cave drawings and stuff, yeah. the really nice cave drawing scene with the mammoths that come to life and stuff, mm. that's not really CGI, is it? Or is it? Um, I imagine they still did it via computer-generated right. imagery. Which is what CGI <laughs> it is. It didn't look like pure CGI. Um, but I know what you mean because yeah. they're 2D characters on the surface. So, but, but I imagine they still did use okay. use computers to do them. Not like um, like um, Maui's tattoos is a completely different film. But Maui's tattoo, they actually did yes. traditionally. They animated that yeah. old old style. Um, but with this, I imagine I don't think they had any traditional right. animators on board. But they did at one stage. Ooh. I'll tell you about that. Because have you guessed who was meant to direct oh, this Not film really. Then? It was going to be originally directed oh, by Don Bluth. Oh my God. Yeah. And he had planned to do it um, in Whoa. his style. Um, that was when it was also going to be a drama. And yeah. A sort of darker than oh my God. I can imagine that being very cute um, though. It would have given me big Lamb for time vibes. Big Lambful Time vibes. I, I would have loved to yeah, have seen that version. I really, would, I would have loved to have seen the way he designed those characters. And in fact, maybe some of his designs stuck around, and that's why yeah, the designs possibly. are so good. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not taking credit away from Blue Sky because 
we know yeah. they design nice characters, but um, it might have been a been a help. Um, so yeah, it was originally going to be a, a Don Blue film, but they um, with the the fall of of uh, traditional animation, Twentieth Century Fox, who were distributing it, insisted that they do CGI, and Don Blue said, "If we're doing CGI, uh. I'm not doing it." And he walked, and then they had to f- scrap around to find someone, and they found Blue Sky who were just making special effects at the time and Whoa. the rest is history. Yeah, it's a, it's a 50-50, that one. Like, <coughs> I, I wish I would have seen the Dom Blue version, but I do love Ice Age for what it is. The way it is, yeah. It's funny. Like, I wish yeah, I it's like, um, <laughs> I mean, completely unrelated, yeah. but um, I think Stephen Schwartz was set to do the music for Mulan, but dropped out to do Prince of Egypt. Mm. So you would, would have loved to have heard his, his version yeah. as, as well, yeah. Um, so Sorry. where was I? Um, there were loads, loads of extra characters in Sylvia. this cut um, that are later bought <laughs> that are later okay. bought into sequels. So maybe. maybe Sylvia is one of those. Um, but that's pretty much all I have on animation. To be honest, I don't have a, right. a great deal of of information. Um, one little funny uh, like tidbit of information though, um, you know when they're going through that cave and um sid sees <laughs> yeah. different things in the ice each of the four things he yeah. sees are the four sequels oh my god that makes so much sense but it's, i've never I've taken never it noticed in. it's like the, f- the first thing he sees is like this yeah. carnivorous fish which is what the baddie yeah. in the second one is the next yeah. thing he sees is a dinosaur which is what the third one's all about. The next one he sees is a group of sloths. Oh my he finds god! His family and then the, the fifth one. is aliens. And the next thing he sees oh is aliens. Oh my god! Yeah. That's blown my <laughs> That's mind. Mad, a bit. That's so obvious, though. Like, yeah. I, it's blown my mind because I'm annoyed that I had not spotted that myself. Yeah, same. I, like, I'm like, did they plan it, or did when they were going for for sequels, did they go, oh, what, what <laughs> else did Sid see? Oh yeah. Let's oh my go. god, that's clever. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? So yeah, it's a bit of foreshadowing yeah. in the cave there. Um, okay, animation. I don't think it is nope. the best animation ever. There are some uh, things that did wind me up. Um, the very opening scene um, when Scrat's getting stomped yes. on by dinosaurs. The dinosaurs have weird numbers of legs because there's, for some reason, somebody was obviously being lazy with animation. There's little things right. like that throughout the film that if you really pay attention it's like yeah hang on that's been that's right. a corner that's so there's a few there. faults um yeah so i'm i'm gonna be a little bit harsher on it for animation i'm gonna give it okay. six okay <laughs> i was literally thinking of that number myself um <laughs> you can still say it it's one thing I did think was really good, though, actually, and just to mention, is the okay. lighting. I, like, I know no. that sounds like a weird thing right. to say because it's animation, but the way it was lit, I thought was really cool. Like, the shadows and the characters looked a lot nicer than some of the other earlier CGI. So oh, brownie points to good. Blue Sky. <laughs> yeah. Soundtrack. Um, okay, soundtrack. So, funnily Talk enough, well, I, my first note I wrote here before I started to, like, research it, um, it does it feel really nostalgic to you? Because it felt really nostalgic to me. Yes. I think there's a specific yeah, bit of music time. that plays whenever Sid is doing something Sid-like. And I think it right. was the music that played on the DVD menu. And it's just like oh, something okay. like that just See, triggers a major nostalgia for me. I want to try and hum it. 
but unfortunately, all I can think of in my head is... Okay. I can't get that out of my head. I Funny thing cannot. about that, right. So, <laughs> the soundtrack and score was done by a guy called David Newman, who did DuckTales last mm-hmm. week. Yeah, how weird no is that? Way. And when I listed... <laughs> we had that we happen did. with ants, didn't yes. ants and chicken And when I listed then... the films last week, I didn't say Ice Age. I said, like, I did think I completely missed it. it. Or... I did, like, Brave Little Toaster and, like, Flintstones and Anastasia and all that. And I didn't once say Ice Age. But I've also wow. written here that Send Me On My Way by Rusted Root, which is the song you keep humming... <laughs> is so good it's such a good song and it's in such a good place in the yeah. film it's in the right place at the right time um yeah, yeah and then it comes so back at the cute. end as well funny thing is i've written in brackets here that i believe that song was also in matilda i think it's when she makes pancakes and david newman well, you know. did the music yeah. for matilda so He's ah, he obviously, <laughs> obviously a fan song. of that song, or he used to be in that band. I don't know. <laughs> but or something, that, yeah. That song, I, I'm sure it's in Matilda as well as Ice Age. So I, I think, think David is right, a fan. Man. It is. Yeah, it I is a great song. It, it does, it does it make you smile, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I have. It's exactly. such a good song. I love it. It is a good song. So, Do you know what? what are you going to give it a seven. Okay, seven out of ten. Um... <laughs> You're gonna do the same, aren't you? <laughs> I hate it. It's so boring. Like, why would anybody? Why would anybody listen to they, this podcast? Literally, they've all switched off by now. Time. We're just talking to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's not I'm gonna like give it a seven a as well. Crazy good soundtrack. A lot of that seven goes to the song "Send Me On My Way." <laughs> um, but it's <laughs> yeah. it's a nice soundtrack. Yeah. It's not wrong. By any means. Okay, so um, I think does it this does film have a legacy because it. Okay. I mean, we've been saying this every single time. This one because it kickstarted Blue Sky because it's the first Blue Sky. You know, that's that's a running theme of this first series yeah. of podcast. Um, but not only that is yeah. it's bought a lot of sequels with it, and. They're like that's true. That's um, very true. Not that I'm shading Disney at all here, but like Disney, unless it's Frozen, <laughs> their sequels are done by a separate studio. Whereas, like the Ice Age sequels are all done by Blue Sky, and they're all marketed the same way. It's not like yeah. they don't market them as like bad sequels. If you get me, they're they're, they're yes. um they're as important yeah. to them so as, they're the, like, as the first one. Yeah. big sequels that have all come out in the cinema they've all been marketed the same way so and there's been four of them you know after this film so it's five on the whole i think that's quite a big legacy yeah. of sorts yeah I, I would agree and also um it was nominated for the best animated oh, feature award it didn't win um i don't know i don't know what won actually i'm gonna have to look that up incomplete and I'll, answers I'll let you know next week <laughs> <laughs> yeah um like i said it was only the eighth early. cgi film so it's still early doors so i think if you're if you're in the first one, i don't know why but my mouth is like it's like my tongue is so fat and like my mouth is like, uh, 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 
<laughs> I think if you're in the first sort of 10 of a brand new medium, then you've got to be given some kind yes. of a part of a, a legacy, I guess. Um, and also, I don't know if this is part of legacy or not, but 20th <laughs> yes. Century Fox, he's still laughing at you at LA. <laughs> 20th Century Fox expected it to uh, generate $30 million right. in its opening weekend. And it got forty six point three. So it did a lot better than was expected. Oh, yeah, because it got true. four sequels after it. So I think it's I got think it does. A and like we were saying legacy. as well, like when we were talking um, about characters and stuff, like the main trio is pretty iconic. So that's that's yeah. like a, a legacy in itself. Most people as, know who they as are. Well, yeah. is that I think I mean every everybody is probably able to name Sid the Sloth just by looking at him. So that's a legacy as well. Yeah, I would assume so. In a way. So for legacy, I think I'm going to give it a... Oh, okay, that's good. I was going to say eight. Seven. So we disagree. <laughs> okay. So we disagree. Um... Why are you saying eight? <laughs> no, I don't. Like... <laughs> no, joking. Huh? Um, <laughs> I just had eight in my head. <laughs> Based on the points that I said earlier. Okay. <laughs> there's not All many right. there's not many others fair enough can't argue with that out of the ones we've done so far there's not many others that have warranted as many sequels so I give it an 8 very true oh are you Let's doing do it am I doing some it maths. I can find one got, <laughs> got one okay okay yeah so okay. the story we both gave it an 8 for character, oh, yeah. we both yeah. gave it an eight. For animation, we both <laughs> gave it a six. For soundtrack, we both gave it a seven. Uh-huh. And for legacy, you gave it an <laughs> gave? Gave with a TH. You gave it an eight, and I gave it a seven. 73. Wow, okay. That's. It's higher that's, than Snow White. Than Snow White. It's, it's got. Yeah. Does... Toy Story is 79 and Chicken Run was 75. So, oh, so it's, it's in between our Snow White and Chicken highest. Run. Yeah. I think, I think so it too, kind of deserves you know, to I think it's yeah, I think it's it it's a worthy place for Ice Age. I agree. Um so next week, next week then. <laughs> I've We're watching a film. I don't think I've either. seen this film before. New experience. Um, so we're looking at Sony Animation's first movie. Yes. Um, <laughs> it is. is it Sony? You didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which season. is open season. I don't know what's going on. Mm. I, <laughs> I know there's a deer. No. I. And I think one of them's Ashton Kutcher. I think. <laughs> Um, but other than that, I couldn't tell you. Fair enough. In a way, I'm kind of excited because I think this is... No, no I, I hadn't, but it's... But I know DuckTales. Yes, I, know, I literally I couldn't even tell remember. you what the deer is called. Is... Or the bear. It no, might actually be deer and no bear. Idea. Who knows? We'll find out. Who but knows? I'm we intrigued. might already know the names. 
He might be called Aston and Kutcher, and that's you why he got what? confused. That could be right. The bear is definitely Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm intrigued. It's always exciting to see a brand new movie. So am I. With, with no, like, but yeah, sure. because of that, I don't know where it's going to rate. Could be my favourite movie. Yeah. <laughs> it could. could, could um, or it could away. be the bottom of the pile. Who knows? Could be, it could be lower could be than lower average. Than we don't have any under maybe. 50 yet. So that would be interesting. No, we don't. But we'll see. We um, so join us then, kids. <laughs> yeah, join us then. Luke, you can find the meantime, me. Where can we at, find you? At, at, <laughs> I just kept saying at. You can find me at Lukey Reed on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Where can we find you, Eric? Amazing. <laughs> you can find me at actuallymjr on Twitter and at actuallymjr underscore 2.0 on Instagram. Um, yes, I got it all out. those yes. of you Come who on. are interested, Ice Aid can be found on Disney+. Plus. So did I. Of course it can. I watched it on Disney Plus today. <laughs> it is, actually. I'm so Strange that it's on there. I actually know why it and all of its sequels there. are on there. But it made the podcast easy viewing. So thank you, Disney Plus. I don't know where to find it. It's not going to be quite so easy for uh, open season next week. But, <laughs> but we'll think of something. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Right, well, thank you, all, yes. everyone, for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll see you for open season. We really we need to work on these so outros, don't we? We'll see you for open season. <laughs> Bye. Have a good time. Yeah.